0: Hi there, members, visitors, and friends. Welcome to End the Church Set, a podcast where we discuss issues and insights on how the body and the members can interact in ways that promote spiritual, mental, emotional, and relational well-being. I am Dr. Monique smith Gadsden, your host for this podcast. I am a licensed clinician. However, this podcast is not intended to serve as therapy. We encourage you to engage in your own personal counseling. So come on in and take a seat on any pew you choose. We hope that your time here will leave you declaring with a hearty and resounding amen. Hello everyone. so happy to have you all to join us again on today and today we have a very special guest and she's no stranger to the podcast. She's been here with us before um, but we have Mrs. Kayla Craig joining us today again. So Kayla, thank you so much for being being here on the podcast with us today.
1: Oh my goodness, thank you so much for having me. I've been really looking forward to this. So so grateful for you.
0: Yeah, yeah, you as well. I've been looking forward to this also, and I'm trying to hold myself back until the proper time to start going on and on and on about you. (laughs) But before I even get there, will you please just introduce yourself or reintroduce yourself to people who may remember you? Let them know who you are and all the wonderful things that you're doing, please. <laughs> you're so gracious well mm-hmm.
1: my name is Kayla um I am a writer my background is in journalism and so I've been writing for a really long time but really have been pulled into exploring um just where God is in in my actual life and, and where God might be you know in your life too so I am a podcaster I created um what I call liturgies for parents which is a podcast and also a space online on Instagram to kind to share prayers and let my prayers not just be mine but be yours and be be ours and so it's kind of a practice that um, I think has resonated with a lot of us in a time where life is very overwhelming and we have so much noise uh, maybe that I could offer a sense of of exhale and just taking a little breath. And so, um, I have four children who teach me so much, um, about, about God and about who I am, um, in light of God's love. And they're between the ages of seven and 13 now. And I have no idea how I have a teenager, but, but here we are. So we're parenting in different seasons all at the same time. Um, you know, and, and we have, um, two children, um, that, came to us via adoption and so that adds different layers to our family and our family dynamic and their identity and who they are and and who we are and who how I parent in light of that and um, two children that were biological and um, our daughter Eliza um, has just the biggest light in the world. And she's such a, such a joy to our family. And she also um, has quite a few different disabilities and she has Down syndrome. And so um, I learned so much about the grace of God and she teaches me so much about um, just the nature of what it means to belong in this world. And so, so grateful for her. I wrote a book of prayers called To Light Their Way, which we talked about, and that's just a collection of prayers for parents to borrow and all different kind of times in your life, right? Whether it's a, a joy going back to school, celebrating a birthday, celebrating a holiday, or it's kind of the the ordinary moments of, you know, just being together. Um, and, and then also the harder moments too, those times of of grief and and lament and and wondering why. So um that's that book. And then I wrote a new book that's coming out that I'm really excited to to share a little bit more
0: today yes 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 and this is what we are getting to i'm so excited about um this new book um that you've written every season sacred Ah, and it just i mean it just takes like so many of like my favorite things (laughs) and you put it together in a in a in a whole book and i'm like kayla you are just brilliant i mean even just the layout i mean it uh Y'all, I'm serious. Just I cannot. I, it, I can't even explain it. Okay, see now this is where I have to gather myself. I guess I should have gotten some of my Gushing out. <laughs> so I won't just be rambling. Oh my Lord, but it is a great book. Um because as a family therapist, you capture family and you capture family so beautifully and um even So when I say beautifully, (laughs) I am using that word to even encompass the messy. Okay, because, yeah. Um, So the whole thing about family, how you break your prayers into younger and older, how you have discussions for the family, and just even how you have broken it up into the seasons. And I'm really big on talking about seasons, you know, the spiritual kind of... um, symbolism with with seasons one of the things that I kind of think in today's um world we kind of lose sight of um I so often have said to my girls who are you know who are older so uh, we're it through the teenage years and you will too so now we're into young adult and that's a whole different conversation for a different day (laughs) yeah but nonetheless but i I find myself even saying to my young adult quarters um that there still are seasons you know to life and i think that sometimes though you know the culture today and social media can give us this impression that we can do all things and have all things you know at the same time and then maybe there are some facts somewhere in there but um I think that what we don't talk about is what um what that costs us though, you know, what that does cost us. We do, we do have to be mindful that there is a time for everything under the sun. I mean, that's what the scripture tells us, right? So I just even love the fact that, you know, and I'm kind of doing a play on words too, but you know, just the, how you talk about the seasons, because I think that even talking about the seasons, you are talking about seasons, <laughs> you know, that we are in as well y'all buy the book and you'll get exactly what I'm talking about but um yeah but it is beautiful it's brilliant um I so love it and I'm going to take words that you said when you were introducing yourself you said that you are like on this journey of looking for like God is in our actual lives and that is the beauty in your right. -hmm. That is the beauty in your writing. I mean, when you read, even into light, um, to light the the way, is you have to you have to possess a prayer life that is so rich for you to be able to bring forth the fruit that you have in that particular book, that first book, and this one as well. So. As I try to contain myself, (laughs) I want for you to talk to us about, if you don't mind, you know, just how this book for every season, no, every season sacred, how this was birthed. You know, where were you? How did the idea kind of come to you? Because I do believe the beauty in this book for people who will read it is that, yes, here is God. In my actual life, in places where I might miss him, and mm-hmm. I just just love 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 how you are able to capture that. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna hush, and <laughs> I want to hear what you have to say about um, just this beautiful book.
1: Yeah, I think it. I think at first, first of all, thank you. You're so gracious. Um, I think think the idea first came because I wanted a book like that for myself right life is is so overwhelming and there's so Mm -hmm. many needs all the time and i'm trying to balance showing up for myself showing up Mm -hmm. for my kids showing up for my family my neighbors my community trying to be a global citizen on top of that trying to stay awake to what's happening in the world and to to do my part in and creating a more flourishing world and gosh, it's so overwhelming, right? Like just saying it makes you feel exhausted and and overwhelmed. And so I wanted to create and and pray about creating and and invite my publishers in, like I got this idea, right? And it's a book that's for the soul, the Mm -hmm. soul of the parent, so Mm -hmm. that they Mm -hmm. can pour in to the soul of their family and live out a life of faith, a life of mercy and grace and rhythms of of justice and love together, because it's, you know, we don't get to pause. We don't get to press the pause button, though I so often wish that I could until I have things figured out and then come back. Yes. And but yes. we're all figuring out in real time. You're figuring out how to have young adults and parent them in this new season because you're not parenting them like when they were young or even when they were mm-hmm. teens, like they're in a new journey and you're in a new journey and new mm-hmm. season. And so how do we care for our souls and all of that? And mm-hmm. how do we invite our children into exploring faith and exploring mm-hmm. spiritual rhythms and, and and noticing God in mm-hmm. in all of it in the beautiful and the mm-hmm. seemingly ordinary and mm-hmm. in the, the awful and the mystery and when we don't have any words because it's so unspeakable the grief that we have or the the loss that we experience or feel. And so trying to encompass a book where it was for the soul of the parent so that they can nurture the soul of their family. And one that didn't give parents a list of to do's mm-hmm. one that didn't, um, almost like offend a a person's, um, like intellect, right? Like, like mm-hmm. I wanted a book that was like, I see you, I know that you're thinking about a lot of these things, you know, and, and part of writing the book is that I didn't want it to be the Kayla show. It's not, it's mm-hmm. not all about me. And it was very important to me to draw from so many different writers, pastors, you know, poets, Mm -hmm. artists, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. thinkers, creators, um, who have all sorts of different, you know, denominational backgrounds, different races, different cultures. Like that was so important to me because Mm -hmm. I wanted it, you know, as much as I could, you know, it's never going to be perfect, but as much as I could in this time and in this space to really invite people into a a very, um, what I think is a beautiful tapestry uh, Mm -hmm. of what it is to, um, love Jesus and be loved by Jesus, even when we're parenting, right? So there's so mm-hmm. many books that invite you into a contemplative faith, and there's so many mm-hmm. books that invite you into parenting. But mm-hmm. where where do we see that merging of the two, where we care for our inner world as we're caring for our family, and then as we're living it out, you know? So I hope that this book is a as a gentle guide for parents who who want to do that, but
0: you know we're tired. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that we are still <laughs> tired. So yes, that that is so true. Um, yeah, you know, oh my goodness, there's so many beautiful things that you even stated there. I love how you talk about um, the soul of the parent. This is for the soul of the parent, so they can be poured into the soul of the family. Of course, me, you know, a systemic thinker trained therapist. That's just music to my ears because we so often are talking about, you know, how do things transmit, you know, in families like, you know, who you are, who I am. We are some collection of all of our experiences, you know, and a lot of those experiences that we have early on, as we all know and hear and all of the things, um, you know, in, in those early childhood years, especially, you know, they're very formative. Um, And they stay with us. They do stay with us. And so when I think about pouring into the soul of the parent so that they can pour into the soul of the family, and um, I'm so often, I I do a lot of reading, writing, and lecturing even with students about um, societal emotional process Mm -hmm. and having to talk about how things, you know, that are happening out in our world today, like how do we imagine that we got here? You know, it's not. We don't just wake up and, like, oh, you know, everything is chaotic. It's like it it becomes that way, some kind of way. (laughs) And so when we have to kind of back up, when we're looking at these larger macro systems, you know, when you kind of back up and you look at kind of closer, closer in, closer in, you know, we eventually get back to that little unit family, (laughs) you know, and what is happening even in that system that is being transmitted out into our world you know, out into society. So I do love the fact that you are um, nurturing and pouring into um, the soul of the parent. And like you're saying, the whole thought of um, being contemplative and and slowing down in the breath prayers, because we can get so caught up in, in the culture, you know, and just hurry along, which does contribute to that being overwhelmed and that, you know, fatigue and just don't even talk about anxiety i mean you know it just increases that right and just sends it straight through the roof so i love the fact that and and it is it truly 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 does nurture the soul um and yes ma'am the first thing i think i noticed is how you drew from so many other people and that's, again, where I thought some of the brilliance is. that, Like you said, the tapestry. I'm thinking, oh, my God, how in the world does she know? Or does she remember to bring that quote in and that person in and bring it in? And then you expound upon the, the um, reflections of your own heart. And then you're undergirding it with the scripture. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's just such a beautifully written book. I just love it. But <laughs> So... Um, and also I got to hit this too, because as a therapist, um, thank you for not giving more to do's. Mm. Like, thank you for that. Um, because I do believe even um, as I kind of think about societal emotional process and how, you know, we get to certain places, even as a as a society, um, this need to perform, um, to produce, you know, um, it has not been to our um, benefit totally. You know, some good in there, of course. But as with all things, you know, some some things can just get out of hand, right? Um, so I do even appreciate the fact that you are focusing on just being. And so I even appreciate that so much um, uh, about the book. Um, so... With with that being said, I I think about parents today. So I'm saying all that for a reason. I, there's a method to my madness, y'all. <laughs> um, parents today, I I know um, being a parent and also hearing from other parents how it can feel as though in this day and time parents get a little support, mm-hmm. um, and and that can be. You know, I'm not even really going to kind of itemize and name the ways because I think all of those can be conversations, you know, by themselves. But um, suffice it to say for right here, parents don't feel supported. You know, um, there can be, you know, decisions that they're trying to make. They can be thinking, you know, this is really for the betterment of my child. Um, this can be as the scripture says for me and my house you know we will serve the lord and there can be a lot of backlash and pushing against that and even um, some reinforcing of perhaps what children may want that parents are trying to say not yet not not the season not the time or just kind of like not at all Um, so If you will, just even speak to that um, because you have had a heart for parents, you know, for um, some time now. So would you just even kind of speak a little bit to how you see what's happening with parents? And do you have you heard that yourself? Like, do you feel like there's this lack of support for parents? Um, and, And how would you even as you try to minister and write to parents?
1: I think, you know, what you said is, is so true and people are, people are tired and people are trying, you know, Mm -hmm. we we Mm want to pass on faith to our kids. We want to pass on, um, a hope or a way Mm -hmm. of, of viewing the world of viewing ourselves. And yet there's so much that needs to be done, right? Parents are falling to bed at the end of the day, just like, trying to have the energy to get up and do it all again tomorrow like I just hear that time after time and I I've, I've felt that too and yet if we're not you know going back to like caring for our soul every we're never gonna like make it through you know so how can we care for our soul even now even when maybe um, parents are in a season of n- not having a church home, you know, whatever it is, how can take a minute, even in the chaos of life, even in the chaos of your own maybe doubts or your own wonderings or all that's happening in the world around us and all the expectations placed in, you know, the domestic sphere as a parent, how can we still take a minute? to, you know, notice, notice that, that God is with us to, you know, even if it is just like you said, a breath prayer or just a minute to, to to kind of be still and know that God is God, even in the chaos. And so that we can live into the rhythms that we care about so that we can raise our children, you know, like I look around and I'm like, oh, my kids are experiencing life a little bit differently than maybe some of their peers, you know, like we, you know, maybe the way we approach technology or the way that we approach even just how our family chooses to spend or not spend our money or Mm -hmm. the neighborhood that we live in, or like all of these things are spiritual formation, right? Mm -hmm. So we're always getting spiritually formed all the time. And so what I hope is that every season sacred just hopes you be mindful of that, mindful of of Mm. what you're putting in and and what you're putting out.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah. I love it being mindful yeah oh i just even really want to sit with that being mindful of what we're bringing in and putting out yeah that is so good um and i love the fact that you do talk about if we don't care for ourselves, and even oh i guess i'm going back to just even thinking about how modeling that what that does for you know our our children um And how it is that we hope and pray that they'll carry that out, you know, into society. Like you said, when they're going into school every day or off to work, you know, for those who have the the adults or or whatever the case may be. Um, So, yeah. So I'm thinking about when you talk to parents about nurturing, um, you know, their soul. Oh, goodness. And again, you do a beautiful job in the book of doing this. So I'm I'm even hopeful that people will be able to slow down enough to say, let me pick up the book because I I mean, I know how that can even be, you know, where you're like, I just don't have time to read this. Um, I'm hopeful that once they pick it up, they will recognize as with your um, first book, how It does not have to be a book that has to be read from cover to cover, like in a sitting. Um, Yes. (laughs) How you you do such a beautiful job of making these books um, and these prayers and these meditations be something that we can reference, you know, where it's like, oh yeah, I've got a moment. Let me go and grab, you know, like this book and just kind of sit with, you know, this particular um, reading or if I get opportunity to read a little bit more, maybe I'll read, you know, through a few, which I almost really hope people do not because each one is so rich. You know, it's like that piece of cheesecake that, and I might be telling myself here, but that really, really rich cheesecake, you know, that you're like, it's so good. I can eat the whole thing, but I really need to like not because it's so rich. (laughs) I need to just flavor that, 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 that one bite. (laughs) <laughs> um so i'm a little torn about that but i but you know i get it if someone only has that time and kind of would do more than one um but would you even just kind of talk about that, that part of how you lay out, you yeah. know, the book um, and the books that you've written. And when you're thinking, and I'm pretty sure that like how you've already kind of talked about how you're considering parents, you know, that goes into how you formatted that. But I just wanted you to just, you know, kind of explain that a little bit more so people will know what they're kind of getting once they order this book. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. Yeah. So it's
1: split into the four seasons. And then when, in each of those seasons we have 13 weeks so as you kind of go through there's a little kind of miniature chapter for each week of the year Mm
0: -hmm. they're not dated Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: so and they just kind of follow some like thematic elements of a fall Mm it's maybe like a new beginning maybe Mm -hmm. we're reflecting on mystery as as Mm -hmm. things get cooler and darker earlier you know Mm -hmm. so we're reflecting on Our gratitude, all these kind of different themes that are just kind of seasonal and they Mm -hmm. kind of follow rhythms of the church year too, right? So in winter, we're also integrating Advent and and Christmas into that and the new year. And so it's kind of like a book that covers a lot of devotionals in one Kind of, yeah. that kind of thing. Yes. Um, yes. And I do, I, I sometimes hesitate to use that word devotional because I know sometimes we have this idea in our mind that devotional has to be one way. And, and I was really mm-hmm. intentional, like we call these reflections
0: because mm-hmm. they're really
1: just an invitation for you to be mm-hmm. able to take a few minutes and read mm-hmm. and reflect. And there's a, an index in the back of the book. So, because mm-hmm. you might be going through a season of wintering in your life and it mm-hmm. might be summer. Right. Mm-hmm. But the things mm-hmm. that you are mm-hmm. processing through are themes that we we hold, you know, in winter, mm-hmm. so in the back mm-hmm. of the book, you can go through and see mm-hmm. okay, this mm-hmm. is, you know, struggling with grief. Where can I find mm-hmm. a reflection on that? Where can I find a prayer on that? So it's mm-hmm. it's really made to be a resource that you can flip through, mm-hmm. that you can keep mm-hmm. on a nightstand or a, a coffee table and resource it in a way that works for you and in
0: the season of life that mm-hmm. you're in. Mhm mhm, I so love it. um, I so often think about um like you say, being in a different season and i'm I'm going to tell you like when I first got it and started reading it, um it this is what resonated within me because this has been something that i um you know from a personal perspective have um. I guess I'll use the word struggled with um, because I can't think of another word. And maybe there is, you know, there's no whole struggle in that. Um, Is that for me, where I am, the season of parenting that I'm in, I feel as though my seasons change so much quicker now than they used to, you know, because when, when kids are school age, you know, it's kind of like, you got a block of time (laughs) where, you know, every year you're going to get out of school, you know, we're going to have summer break and then we got to get back to school and do all of the things. And then extracurricular activities, you know, it, it looks different every year, but for the most part, it's it's got kind of an ebb and a flow, you know, to it. Um, Of course, as they get a little bit older, get a little bit more involved, you know, things get a little bit longer, a couple more days out of the week, you practice, whatever (laughs) you're doing, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and I remember thinking to myself, um, longing for, if you will, that season again, because it felt as though there there was a more predictable rhythm to it than it is when you kind of move, you know, to this place um, where I am. And so when I read it, uh, when I started reading it immediately, that was the first thing that I thought about was it's okay that this season now looks like it changes more quickly, which maybe it does in some ways and maybe in other ways it does not. Mm-hmm. And I did not really have that kind of epiphany until I read mm-hmm. your book. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, it is, it is one of those things like you're saying is, is it's, um, you know it's is section like oh evenly you know but reading i think even just kind of the introduction um re- and i and I, I know exactly what it is now as i'm saying it allow I, it goes back to what you were saying it's everyday life mm-hmm. doesn't matter what stage we're parenting in how do i attend to my soul even now and how is it that I offer that to my family whether they are you know in dorm rooms apartments or wherever the case may be um and I think that there was an angst that I felt I know I don't think that I know that there was an angst that I felt that when I started reading this this literally, resignated with it's okay mm. because it is a season that is sacred and I knew I was in a I mean it's like you know intellectually yeah we know we're in a season I'm like okay yeah you know yeah I'm kids I'm young adults you know parents are young adults but we say that in terms of kind of a category Right. But I think like you saying that daily living it out, you know, that actual, that lived experience is where I, um, I think I, I I missed or I felt like I was lacking something, you know, because it wasn't that everyday (laughs) kind of that season that I was referring to. Right. But that just really put it into perspective for Mm me. And even as I read, you know, I would smile as I would read the younger prayers. But when I read the older prayers, just because I'm, you know, again, that's just a brilliant kind of thing that you included. (laughs) But even reading those, and I'm thinking to myself, wow, you even capture the maturation that should be happening, you know, as our kids grow. Ayla, it's a beautiful work. It's a beautiful, beautiful work. You, It's one of those things where I would want to say, you've been working on this for 10 years. And maybe you have, I don't know. <laughs> you know, maybe you haven't. Um, but I think, you know, how I have come to know you over the years. Um, it really... Reminds me of the scripture that we will bring good bring forth good fruit that shall remain. Mm. And that's what your writing is, is good fruit. It is going to remain. It is going to outlive you. I believe that it will be a legacy, a hope, a path for your children's children and their children's children. Um, and again, I think it is just so very reflective of you truly draw close to the vine, your branch. It's, it's too rich. It is, um, it's sacred for sure. It is. It draws you in again. And I can sit in my room right now and look around my room and can think of, God, you're even here based on how vividly you describe. Like today, and the kids were making waffles <laughs> and, you know, we were <laughs> driving It It is just absolutely a beautiful sacred experience to read your writing. And so for that, I, I thank you um for your obedience. I thank you for your gifts. I thank you for stirring up your gifts. Um I thank you for sharing them with us. And I think as I had said to you before, even as you were talking about Eliza, Eliza I'm not pronouncing her name correct. Like Eliza. Yeah, okay, yeah. I'm like okay. Yeah. This morning I was listening to um podcast with the by Marina Elisha and I'm like, Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I was getting mixed up, y'all. But um I, I remember you talking about her um the first time you and I, you know, um talked over the podcast and and I remember saying to you, um, what really struck me or strikes me even about your parenting her is that you chose her. Even knowing, you know, all that was going to come with taking care of her. As you even stated in your um, introduction, like she has taught you so much about belonging, and um, you have communicated to her in however the ways that she understands belonging. And I just think that that is a powerful lesson, a beautiful lesson. In just that, that you share with the world. And I'm going to just say a little bit about um, one of the entries that I do remember reading, um, Reflections. And I want you to just kind of whatever kind of is laid on your heart from that point on. Um, I want you to kind of have final words because I feel like I've been going on and on, which I can do <laughs> about this beautiful book. Um, but the reflection where you talked about. Um, And I think it was probably when the the, the, uh, boys had made the waffles and um, when the um, whoever asked about, you know, when does Eliza eat and you're like, you know, when everybody else eats and, you know, it's kind of like people like what, you know, and you're like, well, why would she have a different eating schedule? Like, why would we put her off to the side and say, we're going to hide the way we're having to kind of do some extra things and special things for her. Um, I swear I was just teary just Mm -hmm. reading that because I even think about just for her, like what that means for her, um to be chosen and to belong. It's a beautiful glimpse into God's love for us. And so um, yeah, what would you say? What do you say?
1: So now I'm I'm teary now. (laughs) Um, thank you just thank you for all that you shared and I just um, I really feel like um, God God is with you in your reading of that you know and God could use that God could use my words to speak into your specific experience of parenting in this season just to me speaks to like the graciousness of God that God is with us in all of our unique experiences of life and of parenting and that Every season, sacred could be just one small part in that is is such a gift and such an honor. So I just want to say thank you for sharing that. And yeah, with Eliza, um, you know I think family can be can be broken in so many ways, and yet can also show us the very heart of God and the very nature of of Jesus of of belonging. You know, like I think of. God is belonging. We we can call God by that name because in him, we are so deeply seen and known and beloved and welcome to the table. And um, if, if I can reflect just a, a small, even imperfect, but a small glimmer of that love and of that sense of belonging to my kids, then I will feel like. I've done something right. You know, and I think that so many of us as as parents, that that is our hope. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I hope to pass on um, that deep love um, to my kids. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I tell you, I, I'm excited about what they probably are already doing. Um, and what they will do as they grow up to communicate to anybody and probably everybody that crosses their path that they belong Mm -hmm. from what they've gotten in that home. So thank you, Kayla. Thank you, Kayla. Thank you, Kayla. Um, I, uh, yeah, I'm just so, okay. I'm, I'm just grateful. I'm so, so grateful um, for you. But is, if there's not anything else you would like to share, would you please just tell people how they can stay in touch with what you do and follow you and all the beautiful things um, that you have going on? Yeah, well, uh, just
1: thank you again for this conversation. I, I'm always so grateful when we get to chat or when I get to read your writing or listen. I just feel like I'm always taking something away that I needed to hear. So thank you. Um, and yeah, I love connecting with parents. You know, I think part of it is that background in journalism. Like I want to talk to people who are actually out there living in these messy, real fantastic, dirty lives. And, um, so you can connect. I would love to, to, you know, hear from readers and listeners kaylacraig.com um, you can find the Liturgies for Parents podcast where we listen to podcasts for just a 10 to 15 minute kind of scripture prayer benediction, just a short kind of reset. Um, you can find prayers on Instagram at liturgies for parents. And you can find me, my writing, all of that type of stuff at KaylaCraig.com. Yes,
0: yes, 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 yeah. I love those podcasts. Um just, just a little, again, just enough, just a little bite size to nourish your soul. So, <laughs> <laughs> but Kayla again, thank you so much for taking up your time and sharing with us about this beautiful new book that you have "Birth into the world every season sacred. And when should it be available? It's um, available September 19th. That's when it out. Yep. That's right. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. So you guys, will you have any pre-ordering kind of opportunities? Yes.
1: Yes. You can pre-order now anytime up until September 19th. And then you, um, if you pre-order at kaylacraigcom slash pre-order, you get kind of like a little gift bundle as a thank you. So you get 100 conversation cards that you can print and they're open ended and you can share, you know, throw them in a bag, throw some on the table to have, um, Um, use what works for you, but they, I think they'll be great as we kind of transition into fall and maybe get into new rhythms and new seasons. And there's also a little booklet you can print out that just has some daily prayers to borrow. So you can use them time after time, just morning, afternoon, evening, you know, dinner, bedtime. So there's a little booklet of prayers. There is a playlist for fall. So I kind of brought some of my favorite music, music that touches on different themes throughout the fall season of the book. So you'll get that. There's more than nine hours because I'm a maximalist (laughs) and I couldn't decide. So I was like, do that. Um, Yeah. And then you can read the first three chapters digitally um, for free. So just kind of to to get the ball rolling. So I'm excited about that and hope it's just a small token of appreciation for people. You know, those pre-orders matter so much as authors and especially just kind of beginning in our writing journey. So really grateful for that.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Well, we are a fan, if you will, of it. It is great. Um, we will definitely be with you during time that is, you know, launching and all of the good things. Um, but again, thank you so much, and thank you for sharing with us and, and with our listeners about, um, again, this beautiful book, Every Season Sacred. So thank you again for that. And to our listeners, I know you guys were blessed by Kayla. I know you were initially, so... just blessed again listening to her and reading um her beautiful writings and so as i always say um you have heard kayla's call and that is basically to just realize that god is with us in everyday life in the mundane and even in the miraculous so um that's our call and what will be your response and the church said.